Now on view at SCAD Fash, Manish Aurora's Life is Beautiful. Renowned for dazzling designs and a rainbow of colors, Manish Aurora has brought the talent and craftsmanship of India's rich sartorial history to the global forefront, earning international acclaim on runways across three continents. Designing in India since the 1990s, Aurora's glittering garments celebrate extravagant expressions of self through varied materials, techniques, and silhouettes in a triumphant union of Western and Eastern aesthetics adapted to today's multicultural society with a touch of humor. Find out more at scadfash.org. Support for WABE comes from 100 Miles, a nonprofit committed to preserving Georgia's 100-mile coast. Protecting this critical coastal ecosystem takes all of us. Watch the stories of the innovators and future leaders who help keep our coast flowing at OurGeorgiaCoast.org. WABE in Atlanta, this is City Lights. I'm Lois Reitzes. Thank you for listening. The panelists on NPR's Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me are a diverse group of comedians, writers, and actors. Those talents now are on the road for the first ever Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me stand-up comedy tour. And Atlanta is one of the cities where they'll perform. Ahead of their show at the Tabernacle on Saturday, the witty and delightful Maeve Higgins joins us this hour to discuss her life in comedy, writing serious essays for the New York Times and The Guardian, and leaving Ireland to follow her romantic dream of making it in New York. First... You listen because WABE brings you up to speed on the news and for perspective on everything from politics to arts and culture. Providing you this programming is possible because of the help we get from Atlanta listeners like you. Please take a moment to support it at wabe.org slash donate. I'm joined this morning by City Light senior producer, Kim Drobes. Hey, Lois. And when you give right now, you'll be entered into a drawing to win a $250 American Express gift card. This drawing is for those who give this hour of City Light, so your odds of winning are really, really good. Take a moment to support the station and get in on that drawing at wabe.org slash donate. And as we close off 2022, we'd like to remind you of some of the stories we've been able to share with you on City Lights, such as my wonderful conversation with the multi-Grammy award-winning artist Ben Harper. He was the headliner for this year's Amplify Decatur Music Festival. Or when I spoke with the fantastically creative artist Kevin Box about his Atlanta Botanical Garden sculptures, Origami in the Garden. Did you know he spent three years building all of them? And it took six 
tractor trailers to bring them all here to Atlanta. It's amazing. It is amazing. Your contributions enabled us to have those in-depth, behind-the-scenes conversations on WABE. And as we step into 2023, we're still looking for help from listeners like you. Please take a moment to give a year-end gift at wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090. Thank you. Do you know your neighbors? Like, really know them. If you don't, you're not alone. Hi, I'm Diana O'Pong from NPR's Life Kit. If you want to be a better neighbor, there's a lot you can do. First tip, get out there and introduce yourself. Let your neighbors know you're there to help if they ever need a hand. Second tip, looking out for your neighbors is important. And remember that everyone deserves to be safe and comfortable. If something is making you uncomfortable or upset, take a beat and ask yourself why. Finally, make small kind gestures a daily practice. Cleaning up litter, picking flowers from your garden to give to a neighbor, every little thing counts. Another way to be a great neighbor? Donating to this station. Your support strengthens your community. Give today. Here's how. Go online to wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090 to do something nice for your neighbors because you're not just giving to WABE, you're giving yourself and your community vital independent news coverage. Just like when you pick up the litter around your neighborhood, or as Diana suggested, maybe pick some flowers and give them to your neighbors, giving to WABE makes Atlanta a little bit of a better place to live for everyone. Take a second to give monthly at wabe.org slash donate or with a call 678-553-9090. And by the way, if you want to hear Diana on Life Kit, it airs on Sundays on WABE at 2 p.m. Consider making a one-time gift if that's what works best for your budget. Did you know that 90% of our funding comes from the Atlanta community? Listeners like you help us amplify the voices of Atlanta. In order to continue to do that, we need your help. Please make a one-time donation now at wabe.org slash donate. And remember, when you donate right now, your name is being entered into a drawing to win this $250 American Express card. It's for those of you who donate now in this hour of City Lights, so your odds of winning are really good. Please give right now at wabe.org slash donate or with a call 678-553-9090. And now a little laughter for your Monday. Writer, comic, and actor Maeve Higgins is coming to Atlanta as part of the Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me stand-up comedy tour. The performance is touted as not your typical Saturday morning comedy. These are the funniest Wait, Wait panelists uncensored. The stand-up show will be at the Tabernacle on Saturday, December 17th. 
Maeve Higgins joins me now via Zoom. It is a delight to talk with you. Welcome to City Lights, Maeve. Thank you. I'm delighted to to chat with you too, Lois, and I appreciate it. Well, Wait Wait listeners are familiar with your wonderful wit, but may know less about your background. Why did you want to leave your native Ireland to live in the U.S.? <laughs> I mean, I, I I am Irish and I grew up there, but I always had this kind of romantic dream about living in New York and being a writer and a performer. And like so many immigrants, there are more opportunities here for me than back home. Um, but I, I'm lucky because actually from New York where I live it's not too far from Ireland it's just it's just across the water it's closer than LA actually <laughs> so I don't feel like too far away from home but it certainly is a very different world here oh yes unlike most others or any other in a way and you seem fully assimilated into <laughs> not just New York but Brooklyn life I, I've been here for 10 years, so I think that's, isn't that when they say you really know a place after 10 years? Although I think that's kind of a big claim because I still get lost pretty much daily. <laughs> I have my um, app on my phone still. I think I look like a tourist. I'm a slow walker. And you know that thing that like Americans do very well where they walk and drink coffee at the same time? You know, oh, they're yes. like very busy and important haven't managed that (laughs) (laughs) or sleepy (laughs) actually you know what that's actually more like it because people work so hard here um yeah they're probably just sleepy they just need the caffeine (laughs) no doubt Maeve it's been noted that often humor rises as a response to oppression which helps explain why Irish people, Jews, and African Americans have contributed so much to comedy. How does Irish humor reflect suffering, yet emerge with laughter? <laughs> That's such a beautiful idea. I think, yeah, I, th- I don't think you're wrong there. I mean, you know, about sort of oppression or it's kind of an indirect way of saying what you think and it's quite a non-threatening way of expressing yourself isn't it and I think maybe in Ireland now this is maybe a reach but I think you know we were colonized and also we had our language taken from us you know the Gaelic language was banned so sometimes maybe I think when we're speaking in English it's like fun to make it our own to kind of say like yes we this has been, you know, pressed on us, but here's what we're going to do with this. <laughs> and looking over Irish letters, I could say you've done quite a bit with it. Yeah, it's funny how many, I, like, you know, when you were just kind of listing off the, the groups, like African-Americans, Jews, Irish, I'm thinking I do this weekly stand-up show here in Brooklyn, and it's really extraordinary. So many of the... um newer comedians that like maybe haven't made it you know onto the national scene yet they're immigrants or they're they're the children of immigrants and 
there's something about humor too I think that like allows you to kind of edge into a space that you're not usually welcoming or maybe that you're not from and I love it I mean I just think that there's always room for funniness you know even in serious things and even in sad things a lot of times like there's these news stories about about oppressed groups and it's you know so grinding and sad and I think sometimes we miss out on the kind of joy and subversion that comes out of living a life like that and that's a pity because nobody is just one thing nobody is just sad or just oppressed or just also nobody is just mean or just horrible we all have these different I think some people are mean and horrible (laughs) You don't have to go that far, Maeve. But you know, but I think about this because I always, this is what I always think. I remember, do you remember Stephen Miller who was like working for Donald Trump and coming up with these really horrific policies, you know, really racist policies against migrants. I remember thinking, well, like he was a baby once, like he was a cute, chubby baby who was just like making everybody happy. So I try and remember like people's, Humanity as well, because I love to be on my high horse. So that helps me to clamber down. Well, if not a high horse, at least you are such an empath. I read that you said, what I love to do, and I'm sure it's probably from being Irish, is to wander around in conversation and not be so direct. (laughs) You said you get to know people in more subtle ways. How have you survived 10 years in New York without (laughs) being direct? I also love that you you read that and you thought, oh, my goodness, I have to interview this woman. (laughs) I have to ask her straight questions. (laughs) It's good preparation on your part. No, it's, it's, I've gotten better at it. I have to say I've gotten a lot better. I'm still not the kind of person that, you know, I mean, I feel like sometimes, God, you ask somebody here, Hey, how are you? And they're like, Oh, my IBS has been acting up. But you you get the whole (laughs) spiel about their kind of how their bowel is doing. Oh my goodness. You'd never say this in Ireland. In Ireland, your hand could be hanging off. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm good. Yeah, good now. Sorry about the blood dripping there now. Um, <laughs> it's no bother. So I've I've gotten better about it. You know, it was when I got here first, I had a manager, a talent manager, and she said to me, Maeve, you have to stop being so self-deprecating in meetings because you're making people wonder like what we're all doing sitting there. Because I go into a meeting and the, you know whatever it would be like an executive, a TV person. And they would have had, you know, seen my packet, seen what I did before, read my work. And I'd go in and talk them out of thinking I was talented. <laughs> I'd say, I'd say, oh no, for God's sake, anybody could have come up with that. I'd say, oh no, I actually have a sister. She's much funnier than I am. So, I mean, that is not helpful to anybody, particularly not me. So I think that the cool thing about, you know, Americans is, this confidence. Now, it's sometimes misplaced, but I do think it's better to have it than not have it. <laughs> it, it is marvelous to be an innocent abroad, I guess, in that regard. And, and you have made so much of it. I mean, not, not only through your comedy, but in very serious writing pieces you've done for the New York Times, for The Guardian, 
essays you've written on immigration. How do you balance the two? Or is it back to that oppression and laughter? Is the despair laughter is it just flip side of the same thing? Well, I would say personally, I know I haven't been oppressed in, in any big way. And part of that has been I got to America, right? I literally, Ireland is a lovely place to live. It's, you know, secure and and my family is there and I can work there. But I just knew I had more opportunities here. So, you know, just I I quite easily made the switch and came to live here. And then I realized, wow, people who really need this, like people who need to come to America for, for safety, for asylum, they're not allowed to come here. So it was actually kind of realizing that I was lucky that helped me appreciate, you know, others who just by dint of where, where they were born did not have the same opportunities as me. And I'm not interested in kind of like guilt or feeling, you know, the weight of this privilege. I'm just interested in why that is and how can I, you know, attempt to understand it and illuminate it for others. Maeve Higgins, the comedian, actor and writer, will be in Atlanta this Saturday as part of the Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me stand-up comedy tour. We'll return with more of our conversation in just a moment. First, you are here for the arts and culture stories that matter, and we can do more together That's where you come in. Please give at wabe.org slash donate. We'd like to thank a few people who have given already this hour. Janet in Marietta and Howard in Atlanta. Thank you. I'm Lois Reitzis, joined by City Lights senior producer Kim Drobes, who has yet another reason for you to donate to WABE. Indeed. So the other reason would be when you donate this hour, you'll be entered into a drawing to win a $250 American Express card. This is only good for people who donate during the hour of City Lights. And I got to say, your odds are really good right now. They stand at one in seven. So give us a call, 678-553-9090, or you can donate online at wabe.org slash donate. And if you're a rules person and you want some details, go to wabe.org slash contest rules. I'm Faith Saley of Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me, here with a short comedic observation from Atlanta's very own Dad's Garage. Hey, you guys, I've got a real problem. What? I don't know. I've just been pouring coffee into my hands, and it's just not efficient. Oh. Hey. Yeah? Did you know that if you donate to WABE, they will give you a mug? What? Yeah. You don't have to drink hot, scalding coffee out of your hands. Oh, my gosh. My clothes will be all nice when I get to work now. And my hands, my fingerprints won't be burned off anymore. You'll maybe never get sensation back, but you'll be able to hold that mug with pride. And I would have my dignity back. Well. Yeah. You've heard of Dad Bod? That's Dad Comedy, courtesy of Dad's Garage. Hey, Atlanta, supporting WABE really is important, and it is so easy. Here's how. You can support WABE at wabe.org slash donate 
or by calling 678-553-9090. Thanks very much to the team at Dad's Garage, Whitney Millsap, Freddie Boyd, and Tim Stoltenberg. And on the topic of mugs, we have a few we're giving away this drive. You can choose the one you want when you make your gift at wabe.org slash donate. Or ask the operator about it when you call 678-553-9090. Thanks so much. And as you're thinking about what WABE means to you, you might be thinking about becoming a sustainer. You might look at your budget and say, gosh, I really can't do that. Please don't let that stop you from donating now. If making a one-time gift is best for you, we totally get that and we welcome it. Any amount you decide to give will help us pay for the programs you value so much. Thanks for your gift at wabe.org slash donate or 678-553-9090. At the end of the year with your gift to WABE, we'd like to thank you with a gift in return. Maybe that's the new WAB hoodie, the I Love WABE mug, or even a selection of WABE vintage gifts. See them for yourself when you make your year-end gift at wabe.org donate. Thank you. And do remember, when you donate right now, you will be entered into a drawing to win that American Express card. Since this is for those who donate right now during this hour of City Lights, your odds of winning are good. So please make a year-end gift now at wabe.org slash donate. Thank you. The field of mental health counseling is growing rapidly, and Richmond Graduate University can equip you with everything you need as a licensed professional counselor while integrating your faith into your clinical practice. Programs are offered in Atlanta, Chattanooga, and online. Apply today at richmont.edu. That's R-I-C-H-M-O-N-T dot E-D-U. You love free, and at Ameris Bank, so do we. That's why we're proud to offer worry-free, hassle-free Ameris Bank free checking. Manage your money your way with convenient access to digital, mobile, and telephone banking, all with no monthly service fee or minimum balance requirements. At Ameris Bank, we're with you. For more information or to open an account, visit our local bankers in person or online at amerisbank.com slash free checking. Other fees such as overdraft fees may apply. Ameris Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. This is City Lights on WABE. I'm Lois Reitzes. Great to have you along. If you are just joining us, my guest today is Maeve Higgins. The comedian, writer, and actor is on tour with fellow comedians from Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me Now and will perform in Atlanta on Saturday. Here, she explains how humor helps her discuss serious topics with her audience. Comedians that I love do this a lot, and I'm still working on it myself. So there's a way of getting in these serious, sad things like difficult relationships or, like you said, body image, mental health. And 
people can do it. I'm not, I love Maria Bamford. She's an LA comedian and she, I mean, she has done, I think a lot for people who have mental illnesses and she's so open about it and she's so funny and she brings her family into it and she's just so deliberate and you just laugh and laugh and laugh and then you kind of feel this lightness coming into something that's usually so hidden and and dark so I think it's a matter of trusting that you'll be understood you know and I think you you get that feeling when you're performing live because you say something to a bunch of people and then they respond to you so you know you kind of know okay well that really landed that really resonated with this crowd so I think it's important to keep saying it or to work on it or to develop it or of course if you absolutely bomb and you annoy everybody in the room then it's time to put that (laughs) put that routine to bed (laughs) but it's a great it's great feedback you know as I'm sure you have with your radio listeners it's there's an intimacy where you kind of express yourself and then they express themselves it's this conversation that's, you know, the only way really to uh, get a sense of what others are feeling is through our language. Mm. And truly listening to each other. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. talking about bringing the light to darkness, whether it's mental illness or prejudice, would this be a good time to tell us about Miss Neach? Is that the the Gaelic word. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's um the way to pronounce it is Mishnuk. Oh you were I close. Was yeah, so Mishnuk. It's like a mishnuk. the way <laughs> miss <laughs> the only thing is the sh the sh that you miss. So don't okay. yeah and thank you for even attempting. It's a beautiful Irish word and it means courage. It's kind of a a heart-based courage, a sort of this kind of internal uh instinctual courage that's in all of us. And I do love the word. And in fact, our our president, he just recently got a dog and he named his dog Mishnuk. And I kind of thought, oh, Aww. that's lovely. Yeah, that's lovely. I came across the word because I saw a sculpture of this teenager on a horse in Dublin and it was entitled Mishnuk. And I just loved it. It's this girl. She's kind of, you know, real kind of wearing athleisure and she has this high ponytail and she's like a you know Dublin kid there's an inner city tradition in in Dublin among the working class people that they would own horses so sometimes you can be walking through Dublin which is a very modern city the Google headquarters are there there's Starbucks everywhere and then suddenly you see like a kid on a horse (laughs) Um, and I loved that the you know the city council and the artist actually made a tribute to these kids who keep this part of the culture alive and keep these horses like so healthy and beautiful and I thought that that was a lovely you know a lovely tribute to the word mishnak as well which is kind of staying true to yourself and having that courage. But you wrote about mishnak and how it goes from Ireland how it relates to confederate monuments. Well, it was amazing to me, at least, because I went down on a reporting trip to Richmond, you know, and this was um, at a time when the Lee statue was still up. It was during the Black Lives Matter protest. And while I was there, I saw this other new statue that's 
outside the Richmond Museum. So as as you know, Richmond is famous for the whole mall of, you know, Confederate <laughs> generals and Confederate statues that have since been removed because of the, you know, kind of extraordinary activism over many decades of the residents there. But I saw this other statue and again, it was a teenager on a horse. I couldn't believe it. I thought that that really reminds me of Mishnook. Oh, is it Kehinder Wiley? Wiley, that's right. Yes. Yes, he did the portrait of President Obama that's in the National Portrait Gallery. The same man. I can't get over his talent because this sculpture was so fabulous. It was like this kind of, it wasn't a direct response to the Confederate statues. The way Wiley put it was, it was in conversation with them because this was kind of the future and this was, you know, or the now, which was just like a confident young person living their life and not being dominated by by the past, which is so full of oppression, especially obviously for for black people in America. So it really echoed with me with this history that we have in Ireland. And I would never kind of go to Richmond and think, oh, I should offer an opinion on these statues. You know, it's not my place. But what I saw was this kind of echo and this resonance that, you know, comes through the centuries of people who, you know, were oppressed, have been, still are being oppressed and their way of resisting that and resisting it, you know, through actions and also with art and with holding up what is important to us now. Comedian Maeve Higgins. In a moment, we'll discuss Saturday's Atlanta performance of the Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me stand-up comedy tour and... We'll learn why Maeve thinks we should all be wary of Flipper. Yes, the dolphin. But first, thank you for joining us for City Lights. Your financial gift helps pay for stories just like the one you've been listening to about Maeve Higgins. And it also gets you another special offer this hour. First, we want to thank Margaret in Lawrenceville for donating. We look forward to thanking you on air if you like, but please know you have our appreciation whether you want to be recognized on air or not. I'm Lois Reitzes, joined this hour by City Light senior producer Kim Drobes, who will share details. That's right. When you donate right now, this hour only, you're entered to win, drumroll, ready? Mm-hmm. A $250 American Express gift card. Right now, your odds of winning are great. They stand at 1 in 10. And you are entered when you either call 678-553-9090 and donate, or if you give online, wabe.org slash donate. And thanks. And here at the end of the year, we'd like to remind you of some of the stories we've been able to share with you, like the conversation I had with Plaza Theater owner Chris Escobar. He talked about the major renovation and restoration plans he has for the historic theater. 
another meaningful conversation when I spoke with the esteemed actor Coleman Domingo about being honored with the Icon Award by Out on Film. So much has happened this year, and City Lights was there to tell you what it meant. Now, to map out our future plans, we're looking for financial help from listeners just like you. Please lend a hand with a year-end gift at wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090. Thank you. My name is Trang Bo, and I live in Shamley, Georgia. I listen to WABE um, because I've learned so much from listening to the news and the variety of shows. The stories really resonate with you, and then some stories just make you feel extremely emotional, or you um, feel like you're being you know, uh, transported, almost like you're reading a book, and you are traveling to that place through the piece that's being presented. Oh, Trang, I so hear you, and thank you for those kind words. It's true. When you tune into WABE, you, you get the latest news from Atlanta, the state of Georgia, the whole country, but you also get stories from Brussels and Beijing and beyond. We indeed do transport you to those places through our storytelling. If you enjoy a free trip around the world when you listen to WABE, start a monthly gift right now so that we can travel further and wider together. It's easy to do at wabe.org slash donate or with a call 678-553-9090. And thank you. WABE counts on listeners for financial support. We use it to pay for the shows you love, like City Lights. Monthly donations are reliable as we plan for the future, but maybe you can't commit to a monthly donation. That's fine. If that's the case, please consider a one-time gift. Now, we assure you it will make a difference at wabe.org slash donate or by calling 678-553-9090. Thank you. And remember, when you give right now, you'll be entered into that drawing to win an American Express gift card valued at $250. This drawing is only open to listeners who donate during the hour of City Lights. So if you're listening right now, please give right now. Your odds are great. They stand at 1 in 10. And in advance, thank you for making a year-end gift to support the local nonprofit news that WABE provides for Atlanta. Please give at wabe.org slash donate or call 678-553-9090. With your year-end gift to WABE, we'd like to send you one in return. Choose from any number of gifts, including the I Love WABE mug, the NPR Kids hoodie, or the new WABE tumbler. Choose what you'd like based on the level of your gift. See all the December thank you gifts for yourself at wabe.org. Org slash donate. Thanks. This is City Lights on WABE. 
I'm Lois Reitzes. Thank you for listening. Let's return to my conversation with Maeve Higgins. The comedian, writer, and actor will perform in Atlanta on Saturday as part of the Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me stand-up comedy tour. And here, she explains how that show will work. What we do is um, there's a host and then three of us. So I th- in total, there's four comedians. And then the host brings us up and we each do our set. And then after that, we all come back out and then we do sort of a Q&A with the audience and sometimes a meet and greet. And so we do reference Wait, Wait a little bit. And then in, in the questions and answers, we've done a few of these shows and usually people want to know, like, what's Peter Sagal like? You know, and I say, well, you know, he's a very tender lover. And very <laughs> and then they all start screaming. <laughs> and so, yeah, it's really it's very fun, actually, because the people like we're all stand ups like that's where we came from. Um, so it's really fun to kind of go up on stage and, and do what you're good at. And then afterwards, chat through the, you know, the kind of wait, wait connection. And I think Alonzo Bowden is the host for this leg of the tour as well. And he he does make me laugh. And he's kind of like the grumpy dad of the group. Um, <laughs> he scores well. Yeah, he does. And sometimes I think, oh, like I need to be more like Alonzo because he's still like he's very laid back, but he still seems to like know what's going mm. on. Whereas <laughs> whereas I definitely struggle with that last part at times. Well, I think that the idea for the Wait, Wait stand-up tour is brilliant because listeners clearly crave more. You recently released a comedy album, A Very Special Woman, and I was so delighted listening to it. Would you mind talking a little bit about it? (laughs) Yeah, and you're so kind to to listen and to say that as well. I'm just getting such a kick out of that. I, My friend, Eugene Berman, he's a comedian and lots of people know him because he's in Bob's Burgers, that animated TV show. He he plays Gene. But um, Eugene often makes comedy albums and his albums are really, really funny and they're also sometimes really weird. Like he has 40 minutes of like a crying woman on one of his albums. <laughs> Uh, so anyway he got his own record label and he said to me oh Maeve do you want to do you want to do one and I said yeah definitely because I do stand up and I mean one thing that I love about it is it's so ethereal you say something it vanishes you know we always ask people like not to record stand up or put it on social media so it's a really fun kind of free space but I had all this stand up that I've been doing for the past few years that like I don't really do on stage anymore because I love saying new stuff so anyway I put like my best bits and I did two nights in Brooklyn and one night was fantastic it was just you know there's just nights where you really have it and then the next night was terrible and it really did I wouldn't say I bombed because the material is reliable but I did not enjoy it and I think maybe the audience were a bit like Okay, Maeve, well done. They were kind of putting on their coats. But luckily we recorded both nights and then I used the first night as that would be the album that you heard. So it's just, um, yeah, it's just like an hour of 
my best bits and it's been great to put it out there because I'm not crazy about like TV comedy specials because I feel like you're watching the audience having a good time but when it's audio it's for you you know like you can hear people laughing but you get to have you get to have the person speaking right to you so that's how I listen I always listen to comedy I don't really watch it stand up so that's a very long-winded version of of like how the album came to be and it's it's really fun now hearing who's liking it because a few people have contacted me and said like oh my 12 year old absolutely loves your <laughs> that <laughs> must think... have been the part about <laughs> food is tricky food is tricky and I think they really like the part where I I imagine my ideal wedding oh. which sadly happens you know Right after I die. Okay, this so... is very, uh, you know, back there with the Irish emerging from <laughs> despair with a laugh. I don't know. I, I hope. I mean, I, yeah, if that, if that explains my brain, then I'll take it. I'll take it. Well, I just took such delight in hearing you say that dolphins are malevolent creatures. Mm, I mean, you know, I grew up with Flipper and I I thought that's a smile on a dolphin's mm -hmm. face. No, no, no. You have revealed the true nature of dolphins. <laughs> you know, you bought the propaganda and you drank the Kool-Aid, I'm sorry to say, but I went swimming with dolphins, which is, you know, as you know, something that people dream about doing and save up all their money and it's on their bucket list before they die and I actually did it in New Zealand and I had the worst experience where I'm convinced the dolphins were actually trying to to murder me <laughs> humorless humorless dolphin yeah and they they were so malevolent absolutely vicious they were not supposed to touch me because they were wild. So the whole point is, oh, you just kind of swim near them and you're both really respectful of each other. They were ramming me. They were twirling me around in the water. I was like screaming. But, you know, if you scream underwater, all that happens is you just drink a lot of seawater. So, yeah, it was a terrible experience. And myself and dolphins have, haven't seen eye to eye since then. I think that someone needed to speak truth to dolphin power, Maeve. And thank you for giving me the, the platform. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to make it my, <laughs> I want to make it my life's work to warn everybody about Flipper. <laughs> Comedian Maeve Higgins, the Wait Wait stand-up comedy tour is this Saturday, December 17th at the Tabernacle. More information is on our website, wabe.org slash citylights. The Urban Youth Harp Ensemble will perform a special holiday concert Thursday evening at the Charles Drew Charter School. The school is now the primary home for the ensemble, with more than 80 students ranging from 9 through 18 years old. Dr. Molly O'Rourke, the artistic director of the ensemble, explained the group's association with the school. The Urban Youth Harp Ensemble is a nonprofit partner with Drew, so students are able to take harp as a class here. So Urban Youth um, owns the harps, they maintain the harps, and Drew provides the space, the students, and now hires the teachers. So students can start as early as sixth grade and continue through the twelfth grade. 
In addition to the in-school program, we have an after-school program that is open to any student in the Atlanta metro area. Madison Ford is a ninth grade student and member of the ensemble. I just love how the harp has the ability to manipulate the feelings of the player and the viewer. By playing different sharps and flats, you can make someone go from feeling super happy to just feeling really sad, and it's crazy how immersive that experience can be. The ensemble now owns 30 harps. Dr. Jennifer Betzer, one of the harp instructors, talked about the music featured on the upcoming holiday program. For this concert, our after-school harp ensemble and our junior academy will be playing some holiday favorites, and our senior academy will be playing a program of Latin American music. The concert takes place at 7 p.m. in the Drew Charter School Auditorium on Thursday, December 15th. Tickets are available at crdc.booktix.com. This is City Lights on WABE. I'm Lois Reitzes. Thank you for joining me. It's time now for our segment, Speaking of Music, where we get to hear from Atlanta musicians in their own words. Hi, my name is Austin and I play guitar in the band Grand Vapids. Our music has been described as thoughtfully executed guitar slow pop, but I think I would just describe it as rock music. Turning away out of necessity Turning towards a phantom cheek my earliest memories of getting started in music is from listening to Michael Jackson when I was around five and then in middle school listening to the Beatles anthology on cassette and listening to the different versions of Strawberry Fields over and over again. And I began playing guitar around 16 or 17 in high school. And then later in college I met my bandmate McKendrick Bearden when we were both studying music at LaGrange College and we uh, both ended up deferring grad school to move to Athens and started the band that eventually became Grand Vapids. I think what motivates and inspires me is just trying to express a feeling and create a connection in spite of all the awful things that uh, may be happening in the world around us. Um, and also just trying to keep up with McKendrick's songwriting. Um, yeah, it's nice to be inspired and challenged and, and work with someone in, in, in a way that, you know, keeps you motivated to go deeper and write better. And yeah, I think we, we do a good job of trying to help keep, it, keep each other on our toes in, in our writing process. After having lived in Athens for about 10 years to be with my girlfriend during the pandemic, but Atlanta has always had a huge influence on me musically, and there are so many great bands from Atlanta that have been a big inspiration.
Blasting Out is a song about just disassociating in a moment and uh, recognizing that that feeling is, is happening and trying your, uh, your best to force yourself to remain present. We currently don't have any upcoming shows, but we have been recording some. However, there are uh, a couple of our members, McKendrick and uh, Taylor Cotton, playing a band called Hefner, and they are definitely worth keeping an eye on and checking out. And McKendrick Bearden is working on putting out a solo album that, uh, that's incredible and is uh, definitely worth keeping an eye on. Austin Harris of the band Grand Vapids. You can find out more information about them on our website, wabe.org. We're just about to close this hour of City Lights. Thanks so much to those of you who gave this hour. Thank you, Evelyn and Jasper, Georgia, and Mary and Decatur. When you join them, you will be helping to cover the costs of City Lights, and you'll be entered into a drawing to win a $250 American Express card, where your odds of winning now are 1 in 15. Please take a moment to give at wabe.org slash donate. I'm your host, Lois Reitzes. Join this hour by City Light senior producer, Kim Drobes. Hello, and remember, you can give by calling 678-553-9090. And anyone who gives this hour, only this hour, is entered to win that $250 American Express gift card. Your odds still stand at 1 in 15 right now. So please give wabe.org slash donate and thank you. Hi, I'm Kristen Bell. I'm an actor and a mom with two inquisitive kids. They ask a lot of questions like, is Santa Claus real? Who made dogs? And why is Earth? It's never ending and can be a little overwhelming, but it's also a great reminder of what it's like to constantly be learning. NPR stations like this one help us hold onto that sense of curiosity and wonder. Support lifelong learning and stories that might help you answer your kids' questions by giving to this station now. Just go to wabe.org slash donate or call 678 678- Five five three ninety ninety. Donate and inspire the next generation of lifelong learners sitting in the back of their parents' <laughs> cars now. Help us tackle the hard-hitting questions like, why is Earth? And start a monthly gift if you can right now. While you're not busy with the kids, it only takes a second at wabe.org slash donate or calling 678-553-9090. And we know if a one-time gift is what works for you right now, we 
would love you to take advantage of the year end and give now. 678-553-9090. You know, you can choose the amount you give. You can choose how often you give. But giving at the end of the year is so common. Some people only give to any charities at the end of the year because they're starting to think about next year's taxes. If that's you, please make your contribution now online at wabe.org slash donate or 678-553-9090. Thanks. And we just have a couple minutes left in the hour. You can still give during the upcoming newscast, and you'll be entered into the drawing to win that $250 American Express card. Think about what WABE has provided you in 2022, and please help us as we step into 2023 at wabe.org or slash donate. You've been listening to City Lights, our daily exploration of arts and culture. Tomorrow at 11 a.m., we'll listen back to my conversation with the legendary Motown icon, Smokey Robinson. Plus, we'll hear about a gift of love with Adam McKnight on stage at the Alliance Theater. City Light senior producer is Kim Drobes. Our producers are Summer Evans and Janine Etter. Shelley Canavy is our engineer. Katie Riley is our pledge maven. I'm your host, Lois Reitzis. We'd love for you to connect with City Lights on social media at WABE City Lights on Facebook and Instagram, and you can follow me on Twitter. Thanks so much for listening and supporting WABE Atlanta. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR. Have you donated to WABE yet? I know you've heard us talking about why it's important, but it doesn't have to be this big decision. You can give at whatever amount fits your budget. It can be a spur-of-the-moment thing. You already get so much out of public radio, so just go for it. Visit wabe.org slash donate and become a member right now. And thank you.